it's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James, and by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass, Billy Gunn, together we are the New Age Outlaws, and you're listening to the VOC Nation, and if you ain't down with that, he's got two words for you. Suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, who you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course, In The Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOC Nation. This is the sister, the Doctor of Style, and you're listening to VOC Nation. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kazzy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Kaku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then, uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airlines cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have cried? Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. On Wrestling With Problems, we deal with two things, wrestling and problems. On the wrestling side, we cover the major fads as well as the indies. As far as problems go, we cover our problems, American problems, and world problems. Sometimes the problems are even related to wrestling. Every week, comedian King David Lane and wrestler, promoter, Chris Best discuss the best and especially the worst in the world of wrestling with a heaping dose of comedy. Check us out live on VLCNation.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. 
talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, vocnation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stein with the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here, you get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Hey, this is Olympic gold medalist and TNA superstar Kurt Angle. And you're listening to In the Room, the best talk show that you can hear. Time once again for In the Room on the VOC Nation Radio Network at VOCNation.com. You won't often hear me uh, begin a show with Creed, uh, but but tonight it just it seemed particularly apt. And for those who haven't heard, we we suffered a tremendous loss here in the VOC Nation uh, community this week. Uh, a good friend of a number of programs, including this one, a, a former co-host, a, a regular caller, uh, Jordan J. Garber. Uh, also a host of his own show for a while, Jordan Garber Now. Uh, Jordan Garber passed away, and uh, that news kind of trickled down to us. It happened after the holidays, and uh, just just very, very sad to hear about that. And I, I want to talk about Jordan Garber's life tonight, and uh, certainly the impact that he's made for a number of us as well. Um, but, you know, that's, uh, that's all stuff I want to get into for tonight. Uh, joining me... As always, the one and only maestro of professional wrestling, Papa Stro. How you doing tonight, man? Ah, uh, great. Great to be here with all, as always. Yeah, you, you too. You absolutely. I, I think we're gonna have fun tonight. I do. Uh, also joining us, uh, Maniac Matt Grimm. Matt, <laughs> I know you got to uh, to know Jordan as a caller and through the roast and stuff. Uh, how, how you doing tonight? I mean, hey, you know, it's uh, anytime, anytime you, you know, a tragedy like this happens, you know, it kind of makes you, kind of makes you take a step back and you know realize that, uh, you know, you're sometimes the problems that you think you have are really just issues and not real problems, and um, kind of makes you thankful and appreciative of uh, of all the good stuff you got going on in your life, and uh, and at the same time, I'm, you know, I'm really. I didn't know Jordan well, but I'm really, I'm really bummed out and sad for his uh, his loved ones and his friends. 
It, it, yeah, it's horrible news, absolutely, and very well said, by the way. Uh, tonight, I have a couple treats for you guys. We're, we're going to be talking with uh, some people who knew Jordan uh, fairly well. Uh, in fact, probably better than I did. Uh, so I, I'm excited to uh, to be joined by some of them. Uh, we're also going to have the last call that Jordan Garber made to uh, in the room. It was back on December 8th, the night of the uh, Bill After appearance, and uh, Jordan, of course, uh, you know, it, it just it was surreal for me to kind of pull the footage and and listen to to his voice again, you know. But uh, I, I definitely think you guys will get a kick out of it. You get a real flair for Jordan's personality. Uh, we're also including. Uh, his participation in the roast that we had a couple of years ago, the, the roast of Brady Hicks, because uh, you could tell he was having fun, Matt, <laughs> you know, and I, I think that's important. Uh, Jordan Garber was uh, having fun. So uh, once again, guys, uh, 914-338-1885. Uh, we can also talk about wrestling tonight. Certainly uh, the, uh, the mess that was WWE last night. Uh, why is it, Matt, that WWE can just snap their fingers and like, Either Triple H and Randy Orton hate each other or love each other, depending on how they snap their fingers that week. I'll never understand it. It's like create a feud. Um, it's just the weirdest <laughs> dynamic <laughs> in wrestling. Like, like, they were just hugging each other like a couple months ago. You, yeah, these two were have been thick as thieves for ten of the last twenty years, and they've yeah. been at each other's throats for the other ten of the last twenty years. Yeah, depending on what they need. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so we can talk about that tonight. And of course, um, <laughs> in addition to that, lots of uh, AEW stuff going on as well. Uh, I wanted to play you guys something really quick. Uh, the crack VOC Nation team kind of put this together for Jordan. And then we'll, we'll get into the callers as well. Like I said, 914-338-1885. And, and no, Matt, it's not this. Although, I, I don't know. Like, are, are we allowed to still play the, the song with Jordan Garber where he's, uh, he's coming? Like, is that, is that taboo now? I, 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 honestly, I think that if, if, if anything kind of encapsulates a guy who had the sense of humor that he did and the relentless <laughs> uh, drive for self-promotion that Jordan did, I honestly, oh. I, I hope people don't see it as disrespectful because it's, I, I don't see how you could put together a more fitting tribute. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Sorry about that. I was a little itchy on the finger there. <laughs> yes, there it is. And we can only play this because Kathy hated it. She's and again, not here. And again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man>. Classic. <laughs> no, this is what I was going to play. This is just a this is just a small trip, and then we're going to start to dip into the callers as well. Hold on. And now it's not the same as the intro. Finally, wow, it feels good to be back on the new room. Hope everyone's having a good night, having a few beers. Happy, good seeing you. I did not know. 
thanks for all the great fans listening from around the world. And of course, Kathy, throw everyone else from in the room and anyone from BOC Nation in general. Uh, thank you. If it wasn't for you guys, I definitely wouldn't have kept on doing what I've been doing. And uh, thank you, thank you, Jordan Garber. Thank you. Uh, we are going to miss you. And at this time, I'm going to bring on uh, King David Lane from Wrestling with Problems, our, our colleague at VOC Nation. King, I think you might have known Jordan about as well as anybody out there. I mean, you regularly had him on your program. How how are you feeling tonight, brother? Man, it, it's a rough time. Uh, 2020 was a rough year for the show, and I don't want to make it about me too much. I just want to get this out quickly. I was in the hospital twice. Chris Best oh, was in the hospital, I believe, twice. And Jordan, who was actually, he was a guest regularly, but he was a co-host a few times. I actually elevated him to co-host a few times. He passed away. So it, it was a rough year for, you know, 2020 was a rough year for everybody for a lot of different reasons. But, you know, health-wise, related to my show, it was just terrible. And now, back getting back to Jordan specifically, he was just a good dude. He was like a nice, calm, quiet dude. He was a stereotype of what you expect out of a Canadian guy without <laughs> saying a boot. But all the other, you know, he said, hey. Nice, yeah. Yeah, he, I didn't hear, I've never heard, I'm not saying he never said a boot, but I never heard him say a boot. But he was just a nice, quiet, respectful gentleman. Like I said, I never heard him angry about anything. He always just seemed nice and relaxed. And he's like, I know you guys mentioned he's a shameless self-promoter and stuff, but you know, it, it was cool. He was he was like the only guest that you would have that would book himself on your show. He'd be like, hey, uh, if you got any time, you could be on the show. My yeah. biggest regret, yeah, my biggest regret regarding Jordan was the last time he sent me one of those messages it was like I think it was December seventeenth, and I was you know I just gave him a thumbs up. So I get my last message to him was the Brady Hicks thumbs up reaction to the message. Oh, so, no. I'm so I sorry. Felt bad about that. Yeah, but he was a good dude. I enjoyed having him on the show. Like I said, he was always a fun guy to talk to. And like I said, he he did he had a lot of different you know passions regarding wrestling. Like I said, he he was happy he to did. be a referee. He he happy to host his podcast. His podcast took you know various forms over the years, but he pretty much always kept it. I believe Jordan Garber now, and it was just, you know it was on different networks. It was on his own show. It was his own thing for a while. It was on VOC for a while. But he was just—he was a nice guy, fun guy to talk to. You know, never heard him have a have, have a say, have a bad word about anybody. So it was really sad to have him. You know, just almost seemingly out of nowhere because I, I didn't know I didn't hear about him. He said, unfortunately, it's, last I checked, I don't think anybody knows what happened exactly. So it's, I mean, it's, I, it's, yeah, that much more sad. I, you know, at least at least like, yeah. it's not that you want anybody to be sick. But at least if you know somebody's sick or having some kind of issue and then they pass, it's just not, you know, seemingly out of nowhere. At least you had a little bit of preparation for it. This just, you know, he was a young, healthy guy as far as we knew, and he was just gone. And then the other the other part that's a little bit rough, too, we didn't know for a while. You know, he passed away last year. We didn't find out until, I guess, almost two weeks after he passed, I think. So that makes it a little bit Yeah, yeah, better. Yeah. It, it, it was absolutely horrible news, and I, I, I keep going back to the last time that he called this show, and I, I know he was down about some stuff. He even kind of mentioned that about the, the Winnipeg wrestling scene and wanting to cut ties, and I'm, I'm, I'm actually like, I, I think I told him during that call, if I'm not mistaken, that um, 
I saw a lot of myself in him. I did. And I don't know, like, just the way he was about things. You know, he was so passionate, and he wore his heart on his sleeve, David, you know? And, like, if a bad thing happened to him, he took it so personally that, like, you really did feel for the guy. I mean, uh, shameless self-promotion or whatever aside, um, he is a guy that was always striving to make that name for himself. And, And part of me almost feels like it isn't fair that he never got to see that through. Well, I would say this. Uh, he never made it, quote, to the, quote, top of the industry. But right. I think when people are in the entertainment industry, there's two main kinds of people. Well, probably three. There's people that are just in it for the money and the, and the fame. And there's people that just sort of fall into it backwards. I'm not talking about those people too much. But there's other people that do it because they enjoy it. Like, I do stand-up comedy. I do improv. I do, you know, my podcast. I do a lot of different yeah. things in the creative end. If I never make it to the top, I'm happy doing it that I do it. I probably could be, you know, a little bit more self-promoted and shameless and self-promoting and trying to make it more to the top. But at mm-hmm. the level I do it, it's fun and enjoyable for me, and I'm happy to be part of it. So part, I think part of the reason I don't push harder in a lot of ways is because if I push and grind at it, it might take away some of the aspects that make it fun for me. Like now, if I just do it when I feel like doing it, if I don't feel like doing it, I probably don't have to. Or unless I commit to, you know, an individual show or something like that, I will do that regardless. But I don't have to, you know, do, you know, 200 shows. I don't have to hit, you know, seven open mics a week just to keep doing what I'm doing. I get to do it on my terms. So he, I don't, like I said, I don't know, I don't know if he, was, you know, driven to make it all the way to the top, even though he did grind and whatnot, or if he was just the sort of guy that was happy doing it, even though he didn't make it, quote, to the top. He was just, you know, he was still, you know, living out a lot of his dream, you know? So I, I prefer yeah. to think of it that way. He, he was a guy that was living his dream, and he got to do it a lot, even though he didn't make it to the top. He, he did still make an impact, whether it be on the, uh, the local Canadian, you know, Manitoba wrestling scene, you know, internationally through, you know, his Jordan Al- Jordan Garber Now podcast. So he did make an impact. And like I said, looking at some of the various uh, online obituaries and, you know, his Facebook page and other places, there were a lot of people saying the same thing. And like I said, you know, some people, you know, pretty much when anybody dies, people are a little bit reluctant to talk bad about him. But yeah. knowing him, and, and, you know, seeing the way people talk about it, it seems very genuine. It doesn't just seem like people are crying alligator tears because he's gone. People genuinely cared about him, and everybody it seemed like they came across, you know, left with positive experiences. So I think that's the better way to look at it in his case. Like I said, he, he didn't make it to the top, but he did make an impact, and he did get to do something that he enjoyed. And, and I do agree with that, David. Uh, certainly, he was very passionate about everything that he did. And I think that's why a lot of people got rubbed the wrong way by him, quite honestly. I, I'm not saying that's right or otherwise. It just It's just the way it was, you know? Uh, Jordan was very, very driven. Uh, David, uh, before we let you go, I mean, any kind of final thoughts or anything in regards to Jordan? Like I said, I, I think if, uh, I, there's a lot to learn from like we just discussed you know if, if, if you're if you truly want to quote make it there is a lot of grinding in it but before you grind realize do you want to make it to the top or do you want to sort of live your dream doing something you love or is it some combination of both of them because a lot of people don't 
take that at the beginning. They just think, I want to, like, some some people want to be a WWE heavyweight champion if they get into wrestling. Is yeah. that truly what you want to be? Do you just want to be the champion? Do you want to be rich? Do you want the money? Do you want the fame? Or do you want to be a wrestler? I actually went to wrestling school when I was, you know, in my younger years, you know, around the turn of the millennium. Mm-hmm. I realized I didn't have the look at the time, and probably, I probably still wouldn't have the look now, but the look has, quote, changed a little bit over the last 20 years of a WWE heavyweight champion because they do a lot of smaller guys now. But at the time, I realized I didn't have the look, and I didn't think I'd be good enough talent-wise to overcome not having the look. So I realized wrestling and being a wrestler was not the thing for me. I didn't want to be, you know, in a middle school gym when I was, you know, 37 years old, hanging out at the very end of my career, beat up. I didn't want to do that to my body. While I enjoy wrestling, I was not the guy that was going to be on the indie scene for the next 20 years and then end up broke afterwards. So I, you know, I dropped out of wrestling school at that point. But it's not that I don't love wrestling. It's not that I'm not passionate about wrestling. It's the practical purposes of it. There are other ways to make a living, and I still can enjoy wrestling. So that's something that you have to decide for yourself. Do you want to make it, quote, to the top and not make it to the top? Will that be a disappointment to you? Or are you just there to, you know, enjoy the ride? If it takes you to the top, you're great, you're happy. If you don't take it to the top, I still got to live my dream. So that's something that each and every person can take out of Jordan. He didn't, quote, make it to the top, but I do think he at least got to enjoy something he was passionate about. Absolutely, uh, and and uh, what a great guy to boot, uh, David. Thank you so much for the time tonight. And uh, people should be sure to check out Wrestling with Problems. It's actually available on the front page of VOC Nation right now. I was a little late getting it up today, David. I apologize about that, but it's up on the front page. And of course, uh, don't forget to check him out live each and every Monday right here on VOCNation.com as well. David, thank you so much. All right, thanks for having me. All right, take care. Uh, so King David Lane, Wrestling With Problems. Uh, Stro, you know what, for me, it, it, it comes back to <laughs> when you talk about Jordan Garber. Uh, did you ever hear the AJ Styles story? I mean, this thing is hilarious. <laughs> uh, do tell. <laughs> so, so Jordan, he's, um, he's doing his podcast thing, and, and somehow, I, I don't know, he has a way of doing this. It's really weird. He wheeled his way in using his podcast connections, to get an in-ring interview with AJ Styles during a local show in Winnipeg. And he starts talking this thing up, Stro. He's, he's trumping it. You know, he's, he's going to have the footage. and uh, you know, He's so excited about this AJ Styles thing. And, it, and, and uh, <laughs> I apologize if I'm not telling this story correctly, uh, but this is the best of my recollection with it. So he gets AJ Styles in the ring, Stro, and the first thing he asks him is, so AJ, what brings you to Winnipeg? Now, you got a picture of AJ Styles here. He looks at Jordan and he goes, well, to be honest, the promoter paid me a lot of money, so here I am. <laughs> uh, uh, I love it. I love it, yeah. So, so that was Jordan Garber. He was, um, <laughs> if you remember, when we did that South Jersey WrestleFest, uh, Matt, this was before your time. Because Jordan was still the co-host. Uh, you technically replaced him. Um, but, but when Jordan was the co-host, we did this convention in Woodbury, New Jersey. And Stro drove up for it, and Kathy was there, and I was there. And um, Derek was supposed to make it, but his grandfather was really ill. And I think Rat, Rat Boy came along as well, right? So it was just the four of us, I guess. 
Castro. And, yeah. And, and Jordan, was. Jordan was supposed to fly in from Winnipeg for this thing, which I said was nuts. I was like, you know, you realize, like, I'm, I'm not paying you to be there. You're not going to sell anything there. You know, you're going to spend several hundred dollars for flight, Matt. And uh, yeah, you're, you're literally to go to a convention. They they put us in the corner, and I literally think we met more people by walking around than we did at our table. Um, <laughs> so Jordan committed. He said he was going to be there. But what he didn't tell me, Matt, was that in the back of his head, this was part of a plan to take over the Northeast Wrestling Territory here in the United States. <laughs> this was, this was people, his plan. People, he booked a flight and a return flight three weeks apart with no place to stay, thinking that he would live in a hostel the first night and that his personality would get him booked on a number of independent wrestling shows in the area enough that he'd be able to find a good hotel and stay out here for a few weeks until his return flight home. <laughs> And how did this work out for him? <laughs> Let's just say he took the airline credit. <laughs> he, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think something with the Man. hostel, like he couldn't get into the hostel when push came to shove, so he decided to just can the whole thing. Uh, but there's no way he would have gotten a book based on an appearance at that convention. We were next to Virgil. No. And, uh, no. On, Virgil was on one side of us, and the Sandman was it Sandman or Raven? One of the or, or who was it? Was I think it was Sandman was next to us, on the other side, mm-hmm. and um, nobody came in our corner. It was sad. I mean, it was a great convention. Like I said, if we walked around, people were like, people were like coming up to us and stuff, you know, but like, it was like, I don't know. We were like in the corner and nobody even knew that we existed. It was the weirdest thing. So <laughs> the highlight for me was, um, rap boy trying to, uh, get new Jack to come over to do an interview. And, and he took a picture of new Jack, giving him the finger. And that was, uh, and Jinder Mahal was there. Those were the two highlights for me. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I am gonna miss Jordan Stro. I am. I, I he um, I don't know. Like I, I know he was like, like if I'm being honest, you know, he was sometimes a little flaky, and sometimes he would come on and he was just kind of there. But you know, I I enjoyed the personality. I enjoyed the hustle. This guy was always promoting himself, and and I am gonna miss him. I am. I I, I kind of realized it more and more as I was listening to his stuff this week. Um, it's going to be weird. It's, it's going to be definitely a, a, a hole that I wasn't expecting to have to fill. So, so it's sad. It is sad. Um, let's go to, um, let's go to the phones. I, I, I told Ratboy he could get on first because he has to be up early in the morning. And I, I know Ratboy, I know you wanted to say some stuff about Jordan. So, so, uh, so have at it, man. Have at it. And you and you got you got you got to limit too because we got somebody else coming on to talk about him shortly. Okay, I, I know one thing that you set me up with him. Me and him done a couple of shows together. <laughs> That's right. Ourselves. He needed a he needed a co-host <laughs> for the rat trap in the beginning. <laughs> so I said Jordan could do it with him. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> he, he, and plus, plus, I was on his show, one of his very best, one of his very best shows that he had, Jordan. Now I was on that. We were talking okay. about 
not my we were talking about my girlfriend and all this other stuff, you know. God yeah. bless his soul, he's up there with her and I hope she will take care of him up there. Don't worry about that. You know? Okay. Just, when, when, when you text it on Wednesday, I didn't believe it. I had to search. I had to search yeah. everything. I didn't well, believe it either. I know, believe me, I, I I almost hit him up for like confirmation, like and then I realized like the amount of people that were talking about it, it almost had to be. But I had no well, connection to his that, family or anything to confirm it. No, I, I, I look, I, I look for his family or nothing like that. I, I, I done everything after, after yeah. I seen it. Okay, I done everything, and that's all I knew that coronavirus what is up there. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, it wasn't, I mean, as far as I know, it wasn't coronavirus, but out of, out of respect for the family, we're not going to talk about it, so. Right, we're not going to talk, you know, I, I don't know, I'm not sure what really happened, but, you know, the bottom line is gone, unfortunately, that's what happened. Yeah, he is, so. you know, he was a good guy, you know, he was, yeah. if you needed a guest for his show, he always calls me. <laughs> I will never forget. Uh, you know, anytime Stro, and I always knew if I had a decent guest, I would get that. As sure as anything, Stro, when I announced I had a decent guest on that week, I knew I was going to get a message from Jordan Garber asking if he could call in. And I knew it was only for him to plug his stuff for the wider audience. I just knew it. it, it it's it's as, sure as, uh, as sure as crap, as they say. <laughs> He's just like, he, he, used to do, he, he used to do it short and sweet, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and when you mentioned about Woodbury, I was there. I, I thought the best moment of the whole the whole convention when, when uh, who, who are they? The Poppin' Fresh train came around and they start uh, shopping everybody with a Kendall stick. Yeah. Yeah. I, that Fun video is still hitting today. <laughs> that, that video is still hitting today. That's on, the first viral YouTube. video you ever had, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Right. And, well, and, it was good. You know, go God ahead. bless uh, Jordan. You know, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm really going to miss that guy, you know? I, I am, too. I, I am, too. Like I said, it's um, it's so weird for me. To, uh, to to just think about him not being here, to to think about him not uh, being able to, uh, excuse me, not call into the show. Say, say, baby, uh, anyway, baby, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Rap, baby, you take baby, care of yourself, baby. brother. We we got somebody else I got to bring on. So uh, okay, go go take on, yourself, and I will talk to you everybody next week. I love you, brother. Good luck in your meeting. I love tomorrow. you too, man. I want the uh, details. I got I got that. All right, don't worry about it. You, you will get the details after I get off the helicopter. How is that? All right, brother. He, he's booking for AEW now. I didn't want to tell everybody on the air. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. No, Matt, he's actually been secretly booking Raw for about three months now, in case you, if you would believe yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> I, I actually, uh, so Jordan Garber... He he started out as a loner, for those who didn't know. And I don't mean a loner like he was by himself. Like he, he wrote me, and his sole reference point was that he was a personality on this great website that we've been partners with and friends with over the years, uh, angrymarks.com, for those who are 
who are familiar. Angry Marks does a wrestling podcast. They have great editorials. It's just a, a comprehensive uh, just wrestling website and, and so much stuff on there. Uh, they've been a good friend uh, of this podcast. Uh, since actually long before the VOC Nation merger, we've been doing stuff with them for years. So Jordan Garber hit me up out of the blue, and he introduced himself as a member of AngryMarks.com uh, and their, their collection of everything that they do. And uh, joining me on the line right now is uh, one of the heads. Actually, I believe he's the head of AngryMarks.com. Uh, Steve Juwan, uh, Juwan is uh, joining us on the program. Steve, you probably knew Jordan better than anybody. I, how are you feeling tonight, brother? And and I'm so sorry to get you on the line like this under these kind of circumstances. Yeah, it's with a heavy heart that I talk about this. And really, when I saw your post, it hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, what uh, happened? What? What's going on? I, I'm totally bewildered even now. That's how I was. Yeah. That's how I was. I, I hated to even be the one to announce it, but like I saw it showed up in my timeline. Like I, I guess somebody that I didn't know posted on the wall how much they were going to miss them, and I, I just couldn't believe it. You know, I, I must have spent 20 minutes reading things that people wrote before I went and like actually said something myself. Uh, but I just wanted people to yeah. know. You know, it, he um he had this energy, Steve. Like you know, he oh. um it was yeah. insane. Absolutely. When he came on as my co-host, I was actually at a point in the show where, I mean, I'd already done hundreds of episodes with a wide variety of people. And you you start to wonder, you know, is it working? Is it making a difference? You know, people come, people go, I'm still here. Why am I doing this? And I was at that yeah. point where I was starting to consider whether to keep going or not. And he came on board as a co-host and you just nailed it on the head. He was so full of energy, so rambunctious, so wound up, and so excited about professional rest. Every fiber of his being was, I want to talk about this business. I want to be in this business. I want to live this business. He was yeah. the most enthusiastic wrestling ever known. I, I, I want to say it was like 20, 2013 or twenty, whatever it was, 20, 2014, I guess, 2015, whenever it was when Jordan kind of started doing stuff with VOC Nation and he came on the air one time and he was just like so amped up. I'm trying to remember who the wrestler is. I don't want to throw him under the bus. I, I, I want to say it was like Heath Slater or something and he came on Steve and he was just like, he wanted to talk about Heath Slater so badly and I said, I, I said, Jordan you got to be the only person in the world that is this amped up to talk about this guy. But that's how he was. You know, like he gets something in his head and like he just he he would and and that's how he approached everything i mean he um a relentless self promoter like this guy he would always be plugging his stuff right yeah it was it was a running yeah. joke on our podcast that he would always say jordan j garber at jordan j garber yeah. on twitter like people <laughs> knew him for that and 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 yeah. people might have thought it was mocking, but it was with love because we loved that he was so into his hustle and so about getting his name out there. And when you're trying to make a break in the wrestling business, that's the way you got to be. Yeah. Uh, so it, it was just just a just a totally sad. Uh, just a totally sad thing. Uh, Steve, we are coming up on a commercial break, and and I hate to let you go so soon, but uh, just kind of. Parting thoughts on uh, on Jordan 
you know, and the impact that he had on your website and on you. And I, obviously, like you said, he kept, he kept you in. I mean, where do we go from here, you know? Yeah, I, I can't even express how grateful I am to him for his time with us and for continuing to come back as a guest even after his time as a co-host because he did so many wonderful things with us, for us, through us. He hooked us up with interviews with independent wrestlers all across Canada, people like Montel Vontavious Porter and Lance Anawai from the great Anawai family of the rock and all of them, you know, he, he put us together with a lot of the great interviews that we did. And he was always looking for that next thing in wrestling, whether he could be a referee, an announcer, an interviewer, a broadcaster, a podcaster, and I loved that energy. I kind of felt like a dad to him, and not just because of the age difference, but because he was just so young and so excited that I was always cheering for him like a dad, like, yeah, go get him, kid. Yeah, and, yeah and just, exactly. I'm still floored because I don't know what happened and I don't know why, but it, 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 it tears me up. I, I think that's the worst part is just kind of not knowing, you know. Uh, I mean, you hear inklings here and there and stuff, but like, it, it just—it's it, just horrible to not have that kind of resolution, uh, like we all want, you know. And for me, I expected the way he was—he was, was going to con his way into the TV companies. I, I was sure of it. I really was. <laughs> so God bless him, man, and and God bless you, Steve, brother. Uh, we we have to talk on the phone real soon. I I apologize. I know we were supposed to have a debriefing tonight, and I kind of missed that, but. Uh, I hope everything is okay with you, and I definitely look forward to talking to you soon. Yeah, and like my oftentimes co-host Danberg says, hopefully we can talk when there's not tragedy to talk about because we all deserve to have some happy times, but we've had so much sadness in wrestling lately, and Jordan's uh, just another one. What a great way to end 2020, right? Well, that and MF Doom, we found out he died two months ago, and then we got the news on New Year's Eve. So it's like, if I wasn't already bummed by Brody oh my God. as a rap guy, or the rap guy, I got to yeah. with that one, too. I know. It was the one. Actually, that was Jordan's last uh, post, was talking about how much he was going to miss Brody Lee. So hopefully yeah, they're up there partying. I, I, I hope he's getting to call a match or referee a match with Brody. That would be the best thing. <laughs> I hope so, man. Steve, it was great to talk to you. Uh, thank you for yeah. everything. No problem. And like right. you said, let's talk. Oh, sorry about that. Sorry about that. I promised you a plug, and I accidentally muted you. Go ahead. Sorry about that. No, I was going to say, let's hopefully we'll talk again soon. And angrymarks.com has the archive. If people want to hear the old Jordan shows, they're all there. And that's Angry Marks with a K, not with an X, just so that people know. <laughs> yeah, no marks with an X. Like, like we're all marks, but we're happy. Even though we're angry, we're happy. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> great to talk to you, Steve. God bless. Yep. You too, Brady. Take right. care. Bye-bye. Angrymarks.com. Uh, so we're going to take that commercial break as the uh, callers continue to line up uh, to talk about Jordan, to talk about wrestling, uh, whatever you guys want to talk about. 914 1885, it's in the room on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Uh, I'm not going to take like an eight-minute commercial break. We're going to take like a two, three-minute one, and we'll come back. And on the other side, I actually want to play the uh, the last call that Jordan Garber uh, made to VOC Nation to uh, to in the room uh, right here. 
Uh, we'll be back in about three minutes. Hey, this is Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Kaku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into like snuff film territory there. In the room, 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with history, the voice of choice, and killer can wrestling. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airlines cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You getting ready to get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Works, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included... General Adnan, Hito Santana, Haku, 
Earl Hebner, Danny Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOC Nation. Hola, this is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. It's the VOC Nation Radio Network. It's in the room, and uh, we're here live. We're remembering our co-host, our our uh, lost co-host, our, our, our friend, our caller, uh, Jordan Garber. And uh, we are going to miss him tremendously. So uh, everybody, please keep the family and friends of Jordan Garber in your thoughts and prayers. Uh, Stro, before we get into it, uh, what do you got going on this week, man? Oh, well, this uh, Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, WCW, WCW Retro returns on VOCNation.com, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, uh, this Thursday night we'll be discussing wrestling's funniest moments. So it should be a good time this Thursday night. And this Friday night, I'm a sci-fi horror show, uh, Strozone, on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash strothemaestro at midnight Eastern Standard Time. Our feature will be, I Married a Monster from Outer Space. From the <laughs> so please join us. <laughs> That's what my mom did. Uh- <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm oh, kidding. Uh, yeah, no, that's tremendous. Uh, 914-338-1885 is the number to uh, get in touch with us tonight. And uh, we're going to start going down the phone lines in one minute. Uh, I just wanted to uh, bring you guys back to a simpler time, actually. Uh, December 8th of last year, it was the last time that Jordan Garber called into In the Room. Uh, he, As usual, Stro, he, he saw that there was a good guest on, Bill Apter came on and of course I, I knew I'd get the message mind if I come on and of course uh, that is the way Jordan Garber was but we loved him for it uh, the last call that Jordan Garber placed to in the room December 8th December 8th 2020 
<laughs> What's going on, Jordan? What's <laughs> going on, guys? What How you doing, a brother? magical night of professional wrestling, guys. This is this has been amazing. I listened to that whole interview. I I absolutely enjoyed it. I'm watching Impact <laughs> right now. I just watched NWA Thunder Rosa. If you guys didn't watch that match, that was wow. That was absolutely incredible. So yeah, I'm just enjoying a, a magical night of pro uh, pro wrestling and embracing it. You're becoming a real student of the game in your old age. <laughs> yeah, I guess. You know, in my old age of 17, I guess. About how I act sometimes, but no. Um, no, I've been enjoying I've been enjoying the whole night, you know. I've just been watching pro wrestling all day. I have my Keurig in my room here, so I've just been having double-doubles and watching wrestling. Oh, jeez. Uh, oh, jeez. I, I can't have Keurigs <laughs> afternoon anymore. I, it just, it's too much. Yeah, well, no, I love it, man. It, I can make hot chocolate on this thing. I can make tea on this thing. And I just actually just wanted to call him. My only comment was to say uh, I really enjoyed the interview. And uh, without Bill After, there would be no Jordan Garver. You know, no one knows who I am anyway. But it, it would, it, literally, it, I would not have the passion I'll, to I'll have to, to send him a thank you later. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I was going to OneWrestling.com since I was 16 years old, so it's definitely great to hear a, an interview with uh, one of the industry's best. So I want to thank you guys for that. And uh, all no, differences no, no. aside, hope you are uh, um, all of you guys are doing well. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, wonderful. You know good. what? That's going to be one of the quickest good. appearances I've ever had here. I just called in to say I enjoyed meeting you and look at me, I got my airtime, so I'm happy. How, how, how about how about I play you out with that song? Do, do we have to? I just gave back the computer today to that guy. So I got the laptop, I got a new upgrade, but the the, the creator of that video, we're done. There's no more dance. You're done. Bad memory? It's over. Yeah, oh. I turned heel on it. Uh. <laughs> Brother, I, I saw I, I before we let you go, I, I saw that you're um you told the Winnipeg wrestling community that you're turning your back on them. Now why why is that exactly? Gary, uh I think that's a very good question. Wow, how many like freaking coffees have I had? I had like five or six anyways. That's probably why I'm like stuttering my words, but uh Winnipeg wrestling. When it comes down to that, uh there's something that was supposed to happen. Uh, for this Friday, uh, I did a preview show, and what I'm doing with these preview shows is like we're, I'm trying to get them featured on the main show, and I, I do have that agreement with some uh, place called the Northern Wrestling Federation. So I was just looking for the same thing in return with CWE. I was also, you know, looking to uh, they had an audio issue with their announcing equipment, and like it was like an hour. They knew they had the issue for hour, two hours, and like they knew I had all the equipment. Like I had a, a I had two audio interfaces. And okay. uh, I could have used that, and they could have connected that to their stream, and voila. But then they decided to go for the whole stream with no audio. So it's just, I just have the feeling no one locally kind of, like, believes uh, in what I can do. is just a, simply a podcaster. And uh, for that, I, I just feel like uh, I'm undervalued. But what's been really interesting is uh, I've been going into your neck of the woods uh, talking to some great wrestlers uh, in the New Jersey scene, and like uh, it has a lot of great talent, and so does the Winnipeg scene. So um, after the situation's all cleared out, I'm going to say no hard feelings, but uh, I'm, I'm still stand by my word, not reporting on it again, just because uh, 
you guys can say what, whatever you want to say, but I was doing that for five or six years, helping put guys over, and even guys were messaging me saying, hey, there's not a lot of people in Winnipeg that would do that as opposed to New Jersey. Now, in New Jersey, there's you guys. There's so many other people that are very good at what they do. It's another level. In Winnipeg, I was like mm-hmm. one of the only people. So, um, for that, I just kind of want to show them that now no one's covering Winnipeg anymore. So, uh, they lost that promotion and they lost that teamwork. And that's all I'm trying to trying to say is I'm just trying to get involved more and they get featured more. And I, I want to make sure I get everything. What I want to, I want to get in what I put in. And uh, I haven't been getting that. So, unfortunately, I have to stop recording on the scene. Well, there you go. Uh, if I can offer a word of advice, uh, because I do, I do see a lot of myself in you. I, I, I don't know if uh, that that's uh, a fair comparison in any way whatsoever. Uh, but I, I will say, uh, turn your back on the promotions, but never turn your back on the talent, uh, because uh, you know a lot of these guys and girls are really busting their humps with stuff, and it's it, it, you never know, you know, who may be heading up the ladder. Uh, we'll remember you when they get to the top, you know, and that just doesn't apply to uh, just Winnipeg, but uh, pretty much anywhere that you cover as well. I mean, some of our best interviews have been local talent and some of our best contacts, Kathy will tell you, are people that didn't mean a whole hell of a lot sometimes the first time we had them on. So, I appreciate the Winnipeg. Good, Good luck with everything. Thank you, Brady. I appreciate it. And to all the Winnipeg guys that were on my show in the past, uh, I do appreciate the experience. Those episodes will always be up, and uh, it's good to have those memories and share them. And uh, it's good to look into the future. Thank you again, Brady, for having me on. You have a good night, eh? Sure thing. What's your uh, What's your Twitter? Uh, oh, obviously you guys can all follow me on Twitter, at Jordan J. Garber. There you go. Jordan Garber now is coming. I'm going to do it again and again and again. All right. Uh, so <laughs> there was that. I, I, I was practically in tears earlier when I, when I listened back to that show. It's uh it's it's sad. It, it is. I I um yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I w- I was thinking back uh, at Jordan, and I see Ray is uh, on the line. Ray, I'm going to bring you on in one second. Uh, I I remember early on when Jordan joined the show. Um, he promised that he would get us a really great interview with Bruce Hart. If you remember this. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Hart. Yeah. <laughs> there were others that he promised, but Bruce Hart was the one that he delivered. Uh, so there was a show that I believe I was sick and I couldn't make, and Jordan Garber took the bull by the horns, Stroh, and he uh, <laughs> he hosted the show. He interviewed Bruce Hart, um, and I mm-hmm. had never listened to the interview. I, I Truth be told, I never listened to that show until this week when I was going through stuff. Uh, people should go to VOCNation.com. I'm not going to play the whole interview because it was like, 45 minutes long, but uh, <laughs> he uh, he definitely took the bull by the horns there. Uh, he brought Bruce Hart on the show, and uh, he hosted the entire thing. And if you go to VOCNation.com, and in that little search bar, you just search for Bruce Hart, it's the first thing that will come up uh, right there on the website. So you can listen back 
to Bruce Hart on In the Room. Uh, the only interview show that that this podcast ever did without me at the helm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> But he was great. He was great. I remember, like, toward the end when, like, I felt like he was a little flaky, it was like I always knew he would come on. Like, he'd be like, he'd miss three weeks, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, we have Mike Tanay next week. Wouldn't you know it? He's on for Mike Tanay, you know? <laughs> we have, like, a couple <laughs> weeks with, like, just kind of whatever, blah, 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 and that doesn't doesn't bother to let us know he's not coming on, just doesn't come on. Then I announced Maria Canellis. Mm-hmm. He's all over it, Strauss. <laughs> that was Jordan. <laughs> that was Jordan. Oh, oh man. Going to bring on uh, Ray Bogus. Uh... Ray, I know you didn't know Jordan so well. He um he kind of occupied that space after you left, and he was there for a little while say. until we kind of brought Matt on board. So. I was going to say, rest <laughs> in peace to my replacement. Uh, yeah, and you're back. You you it came full circle. So it did. He, he, <laughs> you sort of wish it came. Sort of you sort of wish it had played out a little differently, but well, yeah. But, yeah, but I mean, I mean, yeah. Rest in rest in peace to rest in peace to Jordan, a guy who I did hear because I did continue to listen to the show even when you know I wasn't even when I was you know I wasn't part of it and. I did no, not know that. I actually tragedy. thought you were I thought you were done with us after you left. I really did. No, I I still listened, but I kind of would listen at my leisure and Okay. You know, you know I don't want to Jordan did. <laughs> <laughs> he hosted his leisure. You know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no but no, but you know you know, as, as much fun as it is to to do this show and and, and be on it, you know, seriously, rest rest in peace to a, a guy who, you know, always certainly came off as like, genuinely good and warm-hearted. Wow, it feels good to be back on the room. Hope everyone's having a good night, having a few beers. Happy, good seeing you. I did not know. Thanks for all the great fans listening from around the world. Kathy, throw everyone else from in the room and anyone from BOC Nation in general. Uh, thank you. If it wasn't for you guys, I definitely wouldn't have kept on doing what I've been doing. I, uh, it, it's so strange to me. And by the way, I would never play Creed for any other reason other than <laughs> because it's so perfect for a tribute for him. Um, I, you know, it's funny to me, uh, because, and he was talking about Kathy. Recently, I'm going to say in the last two years, 
He finally started acknowledging our co-host, Kathy. But for that entire year that he was on the show, he would come on each and every week. And I don't know if it was on purpose or not, but he did not acknowledge Kathy. And that used to get under her crawl so much. We started ribbing her about it. We did. (laughs) Uh, I'm the only one that thinks that's funny. I don't know. (laughs) To me, it was funny. (laughs) <laughs> uh, all right. What's going on, Tora? Tora, you there? No. Oh, come on, Tora. You called us. Tora? Yeah. All right, she's going in. Oh, there she is. Hold hey, on. there we this go. This is a mutant, yeah. There you no. go. I'm okay. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm we guessing you're concerned. pretty upset. I mean, we're all, uh, it sounded like you were going in the pantry there. I was going to ask if you were having a pantry raid. Hey, a pantry raid? Yeah, I was thinking about me, That's what I was doing in college, pantry raids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you all right, Tor? I know you were uh, greatly affected by Jordan. Did you know him outside of the show? Did you talk to him? Yeah, he was a good friend. He will always, always will, will be remembered. I would never yeah. forget the conversation that we talked on Facebook and Facebook Messenger, and we lost contact with each other, and it's just so sad that he passed away. Yeah, I was kind of bummed. I was kind of... He was only 25, too, which is, like, crazy. Like, like Kelly asked me how old he was, and I was like, I don't know, like, 30, 35, and then I, like, went and looked, you know? I couldn't have been more wrong, Mm -hmm. which means, like, when we had him on the show, he was... Right, he was probably, like, a teenager, or, like, like, maybe, like, 20. Like, he was young. Yeah. I don't know. Well, Tara, what are your thoughts on what are your thoughts on Juventud Guerrera uh, getting back into the news? What did he do? No, he gave an interview, which is more oh. news than he's made in like the last decade. <laughs> so, <laughs> I am the juiciest one. <laughs> That's unbelievable. That's amazing. Oh, I didn't know that. I remember the rock oh, I remember the rock making fun of him say, How dare you talk to me like this for somebody who used to be named Hooventood <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well like Tor, I said, what'd you think of it? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Well like I said, he was a good friend. Mm-hmm. And he will always, always will be missed. That song that you played is one yeah. of my favorite songs that I actually sing in karaoke. It's the only thing that keeps Creed going at this point. I, I got to think. Um, yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm I'm going to miss him. I'm, I'm actually disappointed because the sound quality sounded a lot better before I uploaded it. 
so I'm not sure what happened there, but it it, it um it sounded a lot better on my computer right before I put it on online. So uh, in any event, I I will miss Jordan Garber, and uh, we're actually going to play his contribution from the uh, the roast of Brady Hicks a couple of years ago in a little bit as well. He even talked about uh, ignoring Kathy, which was, <laughs> like I said, it was a running gag. Kathy hated it, but I thought it was funny. <laughs> oh, poor. Well, I mean, it is funny. Kathy. Keep... Kathy tonight, what did Stro? What did Kathy say? Is she she's not feeling well? She had something yeah. going on. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, she said she could, if if she did try to call in, she couldn't be in on long. Yeah, she, like she was yeah. taking some medicine that knocked her out. She hurt her foot. It sounds like so. Yeah. She should oh, be back. Uh, yeah, she just she just took a night off. I hope that she'd be all right. Yeah. Yeah, me too. She will. She will be. I mean, you know, definitely keep her in your prayers. But I, she should be okay. Yeah. I I, <laughs> I saw something like somebody, one of our mutual friends, put something up like, "How many times have you been tested for COVID?" And most people were like one or two times. Kathy's like. 22 times or whatever it was like <laughs> I actually haven't been tested for COVID see wow. see Tori you're taking you're taking my line because my, my, my thinking is this I can't test positive if I never get tested so Ooh. I just don't ever get tested oh, that way my, I don't ever have COVID that's my thought on cholesterol that's my thoughts on cholesterol yeah, but here's the thing, though. My mom was tested for, for uh, COVID, and she got COVID. Tori, you know COVID's not real, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's made up. No, it's not. It's not real. <laughs> Tori, I, um, yeah, I, I got tested once. Uh, but mostly because I had a really high fever and it made me miss a wrestling show. So and I and I, I didn't want to go back to work if I did have it. So mostly because I didn't <laughs> yeah. want to go back to work. Uh, <laughs> it, it just really shocked me that Drew McIntyre has it. I know, and it shocks me that they can have a raw because wasn't he in the locker room with all those people last week? Yeah. Well, I no guess they all get tested problem. though, and if they if they test and they're pos- if they're if they test and they, uh, I was going to say if they're positive, if they if they positively don't have it, then I guess they're okay. That's why we see like Jeff Hardy fighting three times on Raw, uh, because but he never had no symptoms. Never. You don't have to have symptoms though. That's the crazy thing. Well, about what if? What if That's everyone crazy. in the locker room was staying six feet apart and wearing masks the whole time? I, oh, I mean, me, sir, can you slide a couple inches to the left? <laughs> You're going to be within my six-foot radius. Well, that's why I said we all need to have hula hoops attached to us, like around our waist. Hula because hoops. then you would you absolutely know. Hoop. Why? Then you would you know if somebody's within hoop. your six-foot radius. Now, that might only be a three-foot radius. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> Six feet around every angle sounds kind of kind of a large hula hoop, guys. Or or um 
We're a children's swimming pool. There's got to be something they can do. Wow. That's unbelievable. <laughs> it is unbelievable. Uh, Tora. Well, I got some good news. Okay. Go ahead. My daughter has started school yesterday in person. Oh, good. In person. Okay. How's she doing? Is she now, good? Now, do they still have desks? Or are they just kind of making? Are they just kind of making the kids mill around with like six foot rings around them? No, they actually got them going to choose. Part A is Monday, Tuesday. Part B means Wednesday, Thursday. And Friday okay. is study. Cleaning day. Okay. You know what my niece? What my niece to school? What they do is the teachers there, and um, they have. Uh, nine kids line up at the window and just stand at the window and, and listen to the class. And that's on Monday, and then the next nine do it on Tuesday, and then the next nine do it on Wednesday. And they just alternate. It's horrible. Like that. Uh, it, it is. It is horrible. But outside, and, and in the cold, and, they, and then they just have to go to the next outside window for the next class. Uh, the really tough part is for the second and third floor kids. Uh, they set up, like, the scaffolding, and they have to, like, walk across and stand in front of their appropriate window? Yes. Well, now, what if the Wearing kid is masks. really tall? Well, they, I mean, they're going to have to find a way to fit in their designated area. No, but, like, like do, do they need the scaffolding, or can can they just kind of, like, lean up? Well, I mean, it's a pretty tall school, so I think a tall kid would still need scaffolding. Uh, maybe for, like, third floor, they could just stand on the second floor scaffolding and, and reach. I'm not okay. sure. Yeah. Okay, okay. And I see, I'm just trying to be more efficient. Just trying to be more yeah. efficient. And I don't want to sound stupid, you know? Like, uh, so, like, I, I'm only no, talking about what show. I know. Right. Tori, your school doesn't have that, do they? Yeah. You no, know, where the kids have to stand outside and look through the window for class. No. Okay. Well, why not? <laughs> they just don't have that. Oh, all right. Tour, well, you, thanks for Tour, calling, you know what? Tour, you know, I've been watching the show called The Zoo. It was on CBS, and now it's on Netflix. It's about animals turning on people and, and coordinating attacks. And they had these beacons all over the world, Tora that were attracting these animals to come attack people. And you know what they did? You know how they fixed it, Tora? They took the beacon in St. Louis and redirected all the other beacons to St. Louis. So all the animals in the world just went to St. Louis. And it was the best solution because the rest of the world was good. Mm. Wow. Um, anyway, anyway, Tora, good to talk to you. And, uh, yeah, it's been so, talking with you. Yeah, it's it's nice. Well, uh, we're, you know, we'll, we're we'll, here. We're here for internet weirdos to call up and sit on the line for. Love you, Tora. Keep Love turning you in your guys. heart. Love you too, Tora. You too, Tora. Bye bye. So, did you guys hear? Uh, uh, Jim Ross was talking this week about how. WWE apparently uh, the word the word is that they want to start doing more romance. Okay, they want to start doing more romance angles. And is somebody in like a helicopter right now? I okay, I was about to ask. Like, 
it's your fault. Like somebody's okay. I'm not the only one who hears that. Like it sounds like somebody is no. firing up like a lawn edger, but forever. I think it's. I, I think it's like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I think it's like interference. Like somebody has their phone close to the microphone or something. But whatever it is. In any event. That's the one too. Someone told me. <laughs> Someone told me that our show is like AM radio, and I said, no, AM radio never has this kind of interference. <laughs> it sounds anyway, like they want to start doing... just fart. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, I just... I, I... This is horrible. <laughs> this is awful. Okay. So anyway, you were saying, let's get through it. Jordan wouldn't want us to get through it. Jordan, yeah, we, Jordan, yeah, we want to power through. He's reaching out. He'd want us to really, he'd want us to really grab that bull by the horns and penetrate through it. Um, uh, nine one four three eight eighteen eighty five. By the way. Anyway, apparently they want to do more romance angles, and I just thought, with who? Yeah. With who? Yeah. Isn't I don't that, know. Is that part of like their exploration of more mature themes that they want to do? I see now. Like, if you want to do like an angle where Ric Flair thinks he's dating Lacey Evans, but it turns out she just wants to use his name recognition to start an OnlyFans, and then you start an OnlyFans for her. Yeah. Like, I, like this is an angle I can get behind, so to speak. <laughs> but I think I should start an OnlyFans. I know I've been saying it for a while. Oh, I think we should have one for the show. <laughs> yeah, it'd be amazing. Think of the bonus feature. Robbing bonuses. Um, <laughs> we run commercials yeah, for like the old, the, the old school <laughs> Girls Gone Wild commercials that used to be on. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> oh. You know Jordan Garber yeah, bring went all over Bring that, back a tour way. bus. The girls going wild tour bus, yeah. Yes. They did. I and, was in college during the, that era. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you, you you saw the commercials when it was like like 2 in the morning and he had Comedy Central on, and you said, huh, well, that looks pretty neat. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why don't my parties look like that? Yeah, what? Well, where oh, where do where do I where do I find these fun young coeds? Let's uh let's go back to the phones though. We're gonna bring on Todd. Uh man, this is like a couple times now this month. Uh, <laughs> it's great to have you back, brother. How you doing? I'm doing good. I did not hear the unmute. Oh well, you know what? The whole system is acting whack tonight, so. We're glad to have you back. So yeah, okay. So I feel better at least. I know you responded to my comments, so I was worried about that. The uh, team. I hope everybody is well. I really do. We are. The, uh, you know, we're in mourning, but we're doing okay. The uh, so here's kind of a thought that came to me as I started listening to the show. The um, yeah. I would like to think that Jordan's family and friends would love a Excuse me. copy of this show. 
I would like to think that they would say, man, there's a pretty solid podcast, to say the least, out there that is taking the time to give him love. Um, And if anybody's real, they they understand people's foibles. Um, I, I think that would be really rather cool if they got that. Just hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I, you know, I, I wanted to uh, include his family in some way. I, I, I haven't been able to find anybody that he's related to. Um, I, I, um, um, I did. I put up a message. To figure it out. Yeah. No. I mean, Where I put up a, a thing on his wall saying. I put up a thing on his wall, like inviting people to call in and telling them that I was doing this, and uh, hopefully people will okay, see it. I'll, awesome. I'll make sure to uh, include a link as well. Uh, yeah, I mean that, that's big. I like it. The uh, but yeah, I and, and we loved think, having him. I, we did. I think they would appreciate it. Now, a couple things came to mind also while listening to the show. Okay. You were talking about you were sick and missed the interview that Jordan ran the lead on. Yeah. And uh, you said you were sick, and it was the only show you missed or interview you missed. And it occurred to me that. Actually, as long as I've known you, I'm pretty sure you've always been sick. <laughs> the roast is next year. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, oh, I'm not done yet. The, uh, the, uh, it also struck me that you're like the kids on the alternate day. You don't have any class. The uh, sorry, uh, I couldn't help it. We were just here, and they were too easy. They were like I, you know, volleyball setups there. The, wish uh, I wish I no, um wish I would I, be around for my own uh, tribute show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think this what is, Brady? I, I I think this is a really <laughs> great thing. I, um, there's a wide variety of people out there. The love. Uh, that he's getting, he's getting some honest evaluation, and that's look, honest evaluation yeah. is a good thing. People ought to be able to I, use that. The um, but that's no, I honestly think very, very cool, and I seriously hope maybe one of them will be able to reach out about your post, and uh, you'll be able to give them recording because I think. They would appreciate the love, and that's really the biggest thing that struck me, in all honesty, yeah. by the the ribs, uh, Brady, is that uh, that's really cool that you take the time, your podcast, your show, and um, give, give the love. So that's, that's really uh, – it's very real. Much appreciated well, from my perspective. Thank you. And, and, I mean, to be honest, I part of me feels bad because uh, I, I feel like this is probably something that we could have done more when he was alive. You know, that, that stereotypical answer, you know, you wish you had uh, done more when he was alive. But I, I always tried to uh, be inclusive of Jordan whenever he wanted to be included. So, um, well, that, yeah. I, I mean, he, he clearly had different levels within the show. Um, I mean... You could have ignored a previous co-host. You could have said, oh, previous, done, nope, don't want him in. No, you're taking nah, the time to do like it. That. So that's, yeah. uh, 
No, it's very it's very real. So um, just third party perspective, I think it's. Well, thank you, I, um, guys. I'm. I, I like it. It's. And uh, you, uh, I, I thank you for yeah. taking the time to bite me on the ear. Of course, uh, you, you you be well, Todd. Uh, and I I mean, you know, physically and mentally, be good. Too late Take for care the of second yourself. part. Yeah, yeah I, I will. <laughs> Don't uh, I know? Way too late for the second part, brother. Yeah, but no. So um, all seriously about this: stay safe, take care of each other, and this is a really good example of taking care of one another. So, uh, Love one fair another. winds and following seas, Jordan. Take care, brother. That was uh, that was Todd. Uh, <laughs> Ray, you got cut off there, and I apologize if you uh, if you had something to insert there. I'm sorry. Oh no, it's 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 fine. I was you know you know you, you're saying you want to hear you, you know you wish you could hear your own tribute show, but you know you hosted the roast for Rat Boy. You pretty much know what your tribute show is going to sound like. <laughs> And speaking of roast, actually, <laughs> speaking of roast, I actually have Jordan Garber's uh, contribution to the roast. Uh, we're going to play that on the other side. I want to take a real quick commercial break, and we're going to just kind of reorganize the lines here. If anybody else wants to call in, get squeezed in, we'll be taking calls for another, I'll say, 40 minutes. We'll, we'll take calls till 11 o'clock Eastern, and then uh, we're going to shut the lines off there. But if you want to call in, 914-338-1885. It's in the room on the VOC Nation radio network. Uh, We will be right back. And on the other side, we're going to play the roast of Jordan J. Garber. Or, I'm sorry, Jordan J. Garber's contribution to the roast of me, which uh, I remember it as fun, but I haven't listened back. So it might bring a tear or two to my eye. We'll see. Uh, 914-338-1885. It's in the room on the VOC Nation radio network. This is a slip to the Doctor of Style, and you're listening to VOC Nation. Check out In the Room. Every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you know later there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and killer can resonate. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have cried? Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Dylan, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. 
Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. On Wrestling With Problems, we deal with two things, wrestling and problems. On the wrestling side, we cover the major feds as well as the indies. As far as problems go, we cover our problems, American problems, and world problems. Sometimes the problems are even related to wrestling. Every week, comedian King David Lane and wrestler, promoter Chris Best discuss the best and especially the worst in the world of wrestling with a heaping dose of comedy. Check us out live on VLCNation.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stein with the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, yeah, you get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Hey, this is Total Package, Lex Luger, and you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In The Room. Every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you know Ray are there too, right Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have cried? Adnan lost a lot of family in the... Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling with History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, 
taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling, check it out, VOCNation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You getting ready to get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Since 2012, HIAC Talk Radio has been bringing you the best of independent wrestling and wrestling on the worldwide scale with interviews and other segments now featuring the Wrestling Historian with Craig Lagan every Thursday night at 6 p.m. at VOCNation.com or go to your Android or iPhone and type in VOC Nation Radio Network and subscribe to the greatest wrestling podcast network in the world. Listen to HIAC Wrestling Podcast today. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact. Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez. And former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern. And, of course, In The Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And, by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOC Nation. Hola, this is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. 
VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Wirtz. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirtz, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. This is your amiga, Shelly from Cali, to let you know you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We've excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting. All right, 914-338-1885. It's in the room on the VOC Nation radio network. Uh, we're going to keep the phone lines open for another 24, uh, 25 minutes or so, uh, just in case any other callers want to call writer. Yeah, 25 minutes, that's it, uh, for the callers. And then we'll, we'll go until we get tired, which is usually shortly thereafter. Uh, Granny, we still have you on the line. I'm going to get to you in one second. I literally was going in the order that people called, uh, so just hang tight. Uh, before we do that, though, I, I wanted to play the Jordan Garber, the uh, – the Jordan Garber uh, roast contribution that he made a couple of years ago for my roast. Uh, here it is. All right, so our next guest for this evening is Jordan Garber, another former In the Room co-host. I'm sensing a trend here. I'm wondering how much longer I'm going to be around. <laughs> uh, he briefly called himself the Garber Snake, which, um, oh, poor baby, just the, like, the, the low self-esteem just must be crippling. Um, <laughs> he refused to acknowledge Kathy during the entire run, which... That's just rough. That's the, that's that's rough. That's not cool. Hopefully his phone is working now. It wasn't working earlier. Jordan, the floor is yours. Welcome to the show. First off, uh, hello, Kathy. Hello? <laughs> hello? <laughs> hello. Can you guys hear me on this phone? Fucking we got you. Have. We got you. Jordan Garber. Right on. 
Finally. Wow, it feels good to be back on In the Room. And I'm here roasting the man responsible for my wrestling news headline, Brady Hicks. I uh, hope everyone's having a good night, having a few beers. Kathy, good seeing you. I did not know that I did not acknowledge you throughout my entire run on In the Room. That must be pretty bad, so I hope you're having a good night. Brady Hicks, we have a little bit of some unfinished business in the world of roasting today, my friend. Right, row. Um, the thing is, uh, do you want to start off with a poem, or do you guys want to start off with some facts? <laughs> uh, what do you think, Matt? Poem or facts? Right. Okay, uh, let's, let's do the poem. Let's, start, let's do the poem. <laughs> let's do the poem. Let's do the poem. Now, Brady Hicks, Brady Hicks doesn't always get the hit. Sometimes, Brady Hicks the prick. Might as well talk to Tickle Rick. At least he's not a fucking dick. Just kidding, Brady. Fucking love you, man. Um, a few things Thank I want to elaborate on. Within, we have... I'm doing a live... Sorry, some personal issues. Um, first thing, Brady. How many, you're drunk every show. How many beers did you have on this one, my friend? I'm drinking one. you, you got to keep... Too many boxes. Too many boxes. <laughs> We have, you talk about having a dating show and you talk about the dates you've been on and all that, but I think Jordan Garber would be an excellent host of the Dimple Date Dating Show. Lots of experience, a well-mannered man, uh, very respectful. Uh, the thing is, Brady, is that uh, how many dates have you gone through since the start of that show? Very good. Very, very good amount but at least there is probably a lot of steak and wine involved. Um, questioning my judgment, I smoked a lot of weed throughout my in-the-room run. I got super drunk throughout my in-the-room run, but I don't think you have got as drunk as Brady Hicks on in-the-room. So um, that is all I have to say for my roast. Uh, besides that, though, and aside from the fact uh, if it wasn't for Brady Hicks, Jordan Barber would not have a wrestling journalism career. Uh, you've done a lot for me. Uh, you're responsible for having my name in the media and stuff like that. And uh, anything that I've done with uh, the OC Nation and in the room was definitely an honor and an absolute pleasure. I have learned some skills nowadays, some good, not so bad, that I wouldn't have learned if I wasn't on the show. So once again, Brady, thank you for the opportunity. Thanks for all the great fans listening from around the world, and of course, Kathy, Stro, everyone else from in the room, and anyone from VOC Nation in general. Uh, thank you, because if it wasn't for you guys, I definitely wouldn't have kept on doing what I've been doing. So, uh, Brady, thank you for everything, man, and I actually hope you enjoy the rest of the roast, and you have a good night. Uh, thank you so much. Jordan Garber now is coming. I'm going to do it again and again and again. All right, I, I am going to miss Jordan now. Uh, 914-338-1885. It's, uh, it's been really nice to hear the words that people you know, I had to say about Jordan and to kind of look back on that, that run that he had with us. And uh, of course the other uh, amazing shows on VOCNation.com and his entire body of work. Uh, we actually have uh, Granny Hulkster on the line. I want to bring Granny on. 
Um, how you doing, Granny? I'm okay. What's uh? What are we I've been, the word? you know listening to the been listening to the show tonight. You know I called in like a few minutes before it came on, but you know it's um, it's been a good show. It's been a good tribute to Jordan. I I did not know him personally, but I know he helped off and on with the podcast that I'm a part of on Monday nights called Attitude Era really? Live, and okay. and we he's all over everything. A couple a couple of us. Um, helped him periodically on his podcast, you know, once in mm-hmm. a while. And um, I know one of the few times that I actually was on one of his podcasts, um, he did an interview with Al Snow. So that was okay. pretty good. Very cool. Yeah. I, I, hope Kathy, I, I, hope, I hope Kathy's doing well. I hope she gets to feeling better, so... Yeah, yeah. I, hopefully she's okay. I, I, I think she just, uh, she just was feeling that with the the pain medicine tonight. So she just kind of, just took the night off. And we all need it sometimes, from time to time. Yeah, yeah we all that, we all do. That, so I mean, yeah. But I I kind of I kind of had to chuckle to myself a little bit when you were talking about how he never acknowledged Kathy for a long time. <laughs> it um, was so well, funny. he kind of did. He, it was horrible. He, he kind of did the. He kind of did the same thing with me. And you know, yeah, yeah. and I, I didn't, I never took it personally, you know. And I just finally, you know, um, I told Icon one one night um, after we did our show. I said, well, I said I probably won't be calling into Jordan's show much anymore. And I never took it personally, you know. I mean, he yeah. may have just forgot that I was there. I don't know, you know. I, I mean, because like I said, I, I never I, knew him personally, and I just, I, I you think, know, but yeah. I mean, and I used to rib Kathy about it. We did. We had fun with that. But I, I think from his perspective, I mean, he's calling into a show with a bunch of us on here. Um, and, of course, he's got to remember me or he's not going to be in the air, right? And he's a little bit of a kiss-ass, so he's going to remember Maestro because that's a large of part course. of the reason why he's on the air is because Maestro is there. And it's an awesome opportunity to be on the air with Maestro and add that to your portfolio. So that was a big part of it for him. And and Derek was the funny guy, you know. So it was like <laughs> he's got to remember. He he just had to remember Kathy, who just sits there honestly. And and I love Kathy to death. I've known her for uh, fifteen years now. I'm gonna say at least uh, maybe maybe more. Um, I I think that she just sits there so mild manneredly, and just blends into the background, and you don't think about her being there all the time. Because she's just there, you know? And I, well, I think from his know, perspective, that's really what it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure that's probably the way he thought about me because, like I said, when I I was calling in as a caller just on Attitude Air Live, and I remember the first time I called in, you know, they were interviewing um, a very good friend of mine, Chelsea Stackhouse, and, and her husband is one of my wrestling buddies that I've known for many years and you know we went and my husband and I went to when Chelsea and Sam got married we went to their wedding and had a you know it was a beautiful wedding and everything and I actually just called in just as a a caller because you know Chelsea was on and Mm -hmm. next thing I knew you know I mean it was probably not even two days later I get a call from Scott and says granny how would you like to be a part of our show (laughs) <laughs> and I'm okay. Like, okay, and that was like 
um, probably right at three years now that I've been helping them on Monday nights. Wow, so, that's great. You know, it, okay. But, you know, it, and I mean, like, like I said, I never took it personally. And, you know, and I'm kind of like a lot like Kathy. I just kind of blend in the background, you know. And I don't always, um, you know, some of the guests that we've had on, yes, I know personally. So I have more of an interaction with the people that I personally know on our podcast exactly. than maybe exactly. a guest that, I don't know, you know, or, I mean, because we have different people. I mean, it's it, it originally started off, that show originally started off that they just sat and talked about the good things about Monday Night Raw or the bad things about Monday Night Raw or whatever. Right, And right. then they started interviewing guests, you know, more and more. And, and now, I mean, we have people on there. We have independent wrestlers. We've had legend wrestlers on there. We've had actors. We've had singers. We've had directors. We've had um, TV stars, you know, um, adult, you know, stars, you know, whatever. And, and, you know, and and Icon, it's kind of funny. He always says, now, Granny, I I know you don't – um, interact much when we have an adult star on here, you know, which is okay because that's that's his show. I'm just I'm just there. I love interviewing to help adult out. stars. But but see but see a lot of those. I got people, a story when you're done. Yeah. A lot of those people that come on, they bring their followers to listen to our show too. So that's yeah. why I don't. You know, I just. I let Icon do his thing. I got a story, a funny story to tell you, though. One night, um, we had Stevie Ray on there. And oh, boy. Okay. It was so funny because, you know, Icon, <laughs> he, he, was asking his que- he, he was asking his questions, <laughs> you know. And then, you know, and, and Icon came to me, and, and he says, well, Granny, you know, what's your question? For, you know, for go ahead and, you know, ask your question for Stevie Ray. And I was just talking to Stevie, just, you know, like I'm talking to you, you know. And Stevie says, yeah. whoa, whoa, baby, wait, wait wait a minute, honey, wait a minute, sweetheart. He says, I want to know, wh- I, I guess he liked my question so much or he liked the fact that I was a, a big fan of wrestling so much. He says, Granny, he says, I've got to ask you, why are you not doing this, inter- why, are not, why are you not interviewing me? And I was <laughs> like, Okay, it's like okay, I'm not the host of this show. I'm just a co-host, mm-hmm. and you know, and I didn't want to step on Icon's toes, but Icon took that a little personal. I got a little upset about that. <laughs> that Stevie Ray wanted to know why Granny Holster was not handling this interview. I didn't know. I don't know if he just didn't like the questions that Icon was asking him. I don't know, but I, I thought it was kind of funny. But you know, it. And I know Icon and, and Jordan were friends, you know, and everything, but they had worked out this crazy storyline that they were going to start hating each other, that they were going to start mm-hmm. causing problems for each other's podcast. And I and I don't know, I, I it just never really went anywhere. But I know there was a few times, even on Jordan's show, this person would call in and they'd say something, and then they would flush the toilet. You could hear a toilet <laughs> flushing in the background. And then all of a sudden... I don't sudden, do stuff like that, though. Well, all of a sudden, they start calling into <laughs> our fact. Matter of fact, three times Monday night, we had somebody calling in 
with a different phone number each time, and they'd say something like, um, oh, you know, I love whoever we were interviewing Monday night, and then they would flush the toilet, or they wouldn't say anything, and then they would just flush the toilet. And I was like, okay, I said, I, okay, and I finally got a little frustrated with it. I said, okay, finally. I said, seriously? I said, whoever you are, this is the third time. And Granny doesn't get mad very often, but I said, if you don't quit calling into our show and flushing your toilet, I'm going to put you in a head. I'm going to find out who you are and put you in a headlock. <laughs> well, they didn't do it the rest of the. They didn't do it the rest of the night. <laughs> we used to have a caller, the, the Music Man, Stro. You remember the Music Man? He was amazing. The music man. Oh, the music man. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember man. He, granny, he would call in, and you would just leave him unmuted, and randomly he would just play music. <laughs> and he didn't talk. He he spoke through the music. It was amazing. He spoke through the music. <laughs> it and was. How are you, and I, how I was... are you, Stro? By the way, hello, Stro. How are you, by the way, sir? Good, Granny. Thank you. You hope you're doing well. I'm good. I do have some I good news to say, share with you, Brady. Oh, I know you wanted ahead, to share ahead. your story. Go ahead. No, go ahead and no, share your okay. story you wanted to share. <laughs> no, go ahead and I share your story you wanted to share. You're, you're talking about interviewing porn stars, and uh, when I was doing the AM radio show with Bruce Wirt, the, uh, the original VOC Wrestling Nation on 1360 in uh, South Jersey, Philly area, um, <laughs> he would he would invite wrestlers every week to come into the studio, you know, like whoever was local. And it was always just like a local guy usually, or like somebody that was in the area, you know, coming through. But I would show up never knowing granny who I'd be sharing a, 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 a studio booth with. And the way it was set up was like, there were four like kind of microphone booths, you know, I, like this was a physical radio station, right? So there were mm-hmm. four booths. It was, so it was uh, Bruce had one, uh, Namar Wells had one, Albert Carabella had one, and I had one. I was kind of like the designated fourth seat granny. So every week I didn't know who was going to show up, and they'd be sharing the microphone with me essentially in my booth. So I mm-hmm. and one one week Bruce tells me you'll never guess who we got lined up. Trina Michaels, legendary porn star. Trina Michaels comes in. We uh, uh, granny, I was in all my glory. It was amazing. We had this, (laughs) and she showed up. She showed up wearing like flannel pajamas, but like it was just amazing, you know. And then uh, we actually got tickets to the uh, the Gold Club later that evening. So it was a it was just a great night all around, Granny. That that single me appreciated for a long, long time. And I don't know that I've ever told Kelly that story, and I I don't know that I ever will. I don't think you should. (laughs) (laughs) No, but my good news is, you know, yeah. Yeah, my my good news is, you know, the situation, you know, with my husband. Well, you know, last Monday he went in and he took a flagging class and he'd been working with one of his former bosses out on on his crew, you know, like flagging, helping flag, you know, while they were working on the road and stuff like that. Well, Mm -hmm. yesterday his boss that he had when he was in the shop said, I'm trying to work on getting you back in the shop. Well, long story short, the judge of Washington County asked his assistant for his resignation yesterday. I don't know what this gentleman did. I I have no idea what he did. But the judge asked for Carl's resignation. Now, Carl was the gentleman that was trying to get rid of David at the beginning of 
2020, you know, like last year. Wow. You know, he okay. was trying to force it. And he was an ex-Walmart executive, and he was trying to run the shop like, or he's trying to run the county like Walmart, and you cannot do that. Well, mm-hmm. lo, and, lo and behold, because Carl refused to give his resignation to the judge, the judge fired this man. Wow, okay. And after, and yesterday, everybody knew that David was going to be going back to work with Brian in the shop except David. So okay. today, this morning, David goes in and, you know, and, and Donnie and Brian and all the bosses, Charles and Jeff and Travis are all in there. And they said, okay, mm-hmm. you can work with for Brian or you can work under Donnie. And Donnie says, hey, we're all men here. Whatever you decide is fine with me. Well, mm-hmm. David's going back to work in the shop where he's pretty much worked the whole 49 years of his career working you know, inside the shop. He's going back to – and they're still letting him basically – going to retire on his terms he's not being forced to have to quit his job okay and donnie that's great donnie last Prayer week answered. or donnie last week you know because david was maxed out on his sick time and david was just kind of joking and he says well he says you know the weather wasn't going to be very good last thursday it was going to be cold rainy spitting snow and david says well it sounds like thursday might be a good day to be sick and donnie says i'll put you down and he told David the other day, he says, if there's a day that it's raining or snowing, you don't feel like coming in, just call me and I'll put you down for a sick day. And he That's actually, yeah. David actually found out that when Carl tried to get rid of David at the beginning of last year, Donnie yeah. actually went to bat for David and stepped up for him and say, hey, you know, he's a good, good guy. He's always here for work. So I don't know how, you know, I mean, David knows that this will probably be his last year, but now he won't have to be working outside in the cold or the heat when it gets really, really hot. And he's going to be doing what he's been doing. And I think it's kind of funny because karma can come back and really bite you in your butt. And that's what happened with the judge's assistant. It came back and bit him in his butt. And I I never met Carl, but I just heard the horror stories that David always told me. And David said before he quit, you know, Carl was being really, really, really nice to him. And David's like, okay, I don't trust him. <laughs> you know, David was really watching his back. But, you know, it all, everything worked out. So, you know, oh, that's, thank God. that's one good blessing, you know, that thank God. he's basically going to get to retire you know, because he'll have 49 years with the road department yeah. in March of this year. And basically, he's going to get to retire on his terms. So, Granny, I want, you to, I want you to give David a big old kiss on the lips from me. Congratulations. I'm so happy. <laughs> well, but he, but, you know, but, I mean, it's, it, it, you've done a really good, you've done a really good show tonight in memory of Jordan. Like I said, I never Thank knew you. him personally. I just, I just knew, and I was shocked when you had sent, you know, sent the po- you know, put the post out there. You know that he had passed. I just, I was totally yeah. blown away because I, I had. No I was idea, too. So, I sat on but, it for a good know, twenty minutes trying to decide if I even wanted to. Um, I was, I was all, upset for sure. You know, you, you all are amazing, and you all do a great job, and um, you know, you guys we love are you, Granny. 
Well, we lo- you know, I love you all too, and you know, so thanks for being, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm good, you know. Just I've been, mean, you know, busy, you know, do, just doing stuff and you know, and everything. And but uh, you know, I had there were some concerns there how we were going to handle things, and now it looks like yeah. for a while things are going to be. Things are going to be okay for a while. So again, prayers answered. I I couldn't be happier for you, Granny. Uh, thank you so much for calling in tonight, and uh, you know all the best. Oh, you're welcome. So have a good week, Stro. You too, Granny. Love you. I'll try to call in Thursday night. I have to. We have to do a Zoom meeting on our on our for our Moose Lodge, but I'll try to call in Thursday night if I can. I got to try to think of some. Come up with some funny moments. I mean, I, no, it's right. You it's, know, it's funny moments night. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, whatever you can bring. Can I? Hey, can I got a question? I should um, call into that. Can I? Can I? Can I share a very funny moment from an independent wrestling show that I went to from for a long time? Sure, it fit right in. Perfect. Okay. Because this this will this is this is really going to be funny, and I just I know you you know a lot of people probably be sharing funny moments from the WWE or WC whatever, but this was this actually happened at a at a traditional championship wrestling show that I used to go to all the time when they ran in Arkansas, and this was this was fun, this was a funny funny moment. So awesome. there you yeah, have can't, it. Can't leave leave it. them wanting more. Can't wait to hear it, man. <laughs> Yes. So yeah, leave them wanting more. WCW record. Of course. Record you know, leave the, you know, yeah. I, don't give them <laughs> no spoiler <laughs> alerts, you know. Don't, don't oh, give yeah. no spoiler alerts, you know. So. But you guys yeah, I wish are I could play my game show awesome. thing now. <laughs> I wish I could yeah, play my game show go. thing now that I got on. Yeah, I got, ready. I got a bunch of these game show themes on the retro board. You just check them out. Oh, yeah? It's hilarious. What's mm-hmm. it called? But you... I got I like the I got the dating game uh <laughs> theme and <laughs> I I got the sound horn and um all, all that good stuff from the old uh game shows back in the day on there. It's you got hilarious. the gong from the gong show show? I sure do. I'm debuting <laughs> matter of fact I'm debuting it Thursday night. I got right. the gong too, man. So Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Granny. Have a great night. You too. Good night, All right. Granny. Love you. Uh, and we will be looking for that on Thursday night, WCW Retro, uh, 9 Eastern, right here on VOCNation.com Live. Uh, same call-in number, in case you're wondering, 914-338-1885. And, of course, uh, courtesy of our good friends at uh, AdvertiseCast, uh, archived forever right there. Uh, keeping me out of WWE indefinitely. Uh, yeah. So uh, anyway, <laughs> that's uh, that's where we are tonight. It's uh, it's been a strange night for sure. It's um, it, it's almost surreal to kind of do this to uh, to pay tribute um, to Jordan Garber. Um, probably because we spent so much time ribbing him when he was alive, you know. But I am gonna miss him. I'm gonna miss his calls. I. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna miss his uh his self promotion. Joe, remember how like we would ask him like <laughs> it's it's just funny, like I would be like, Jordan, I really need you to come on and I really need you to not be intoxicated when you come on. And I need you to be on time. 
And wouldn't you know it, almost every single time he'd be 20 minutes late and something was going on with him. And then, like, if it wasn't, like, <laughs> yeah. if it wasn't, and I say all this lovingly, of course, like, I mean, we've talked about all this on the air and stuff, but, like, he was just, like, he was just, I don't know, like, he would come on, and he was just so fun-loving, like, none of it mattered. I, I know we got him when he was young, and, like, the last couple years he's been a lot different, but, you know, those early years on In the Room, uh, Jordan sometimes, unless there was a guest, true. if there was a guest, he was the first one to call in. He was there early. Um, but otherwise, you know, you didn't know what, you didn't know what Jordan Garber you were getting. And we haven't even talked at all about the Garber snake, right? My God, what kind of a nickname is that? The Garber snake. Um, it's, is that a, a dick reference? I, I think I, I it's too no, late to ask him now. Well, because there's there's the little non-poisonous uh, woodland snakes, gar- the garter, garter snakes. snakes are little, right? <laughs> yeah, garter, yeah, garter little snakes are little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think he was See, tall. Now, like you're you're pretty tall, right, Ray? Like I've never met you in person, but I I I used to picture you as short, and then I thought I heard you were tall. You're six one. Okay, so you are. See, I think Jordan was tall too, so it wasn't a reference to his height. That's that's true. Yeah. I mean, I'm five. I'm five ten on a good day. I thought he was talking about those snake slinkies he used to have. <laughs> yeah, we were like <laughs> slinkies. They called them snakes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think you just thought he was being funny. Yeah, maybe. Like, I mean, like it's a better nickname than like the Rusty Clam. Like that's that's not a name. That's not a nickname. <laughs> right. that. Oh yeah, but who's who's calling himself the Rusty Clam outside of like? <laughs> or Mister Mr. Potato Head, something like that. Ooh, God, Mister Potato Head was freaky. Do you ever? Because like remember you would you would store the parts <sighs> in his butt and then he had to like fish them out of there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like sea monkeys. <laughs> I used to love sea monkeys. Oh man, they're really just shrimp. <laughs> I um, great stuff. Mine died. Mine did not. I put them in the little. I put them in the little thing, and then they all died. Oh man, me too. But I, I remember thinking that they were going to look like the picture. And they never did. And they were going to be like a happy little family with like crowns. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. <laughs> I mean, I, I must have given it five or six different times before my mom was like, no, stupid. They don't look like they do in the cartoon. <laughs> oh, it was like, like, mine didn't even swim around. Mine, like, I put the packet in, and then it was like, you know, and, uh, and once you once you put them in water, they'll come to life. And mine didn't. Mine just kind of floated around as a powder. <laughs> it looked like fish. <laughs> I want I want to ride one just like Aquaman does with the sea monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's what I thought I was getting. I even like you know I I even like because my mom's like they're really small. So I laid the tank sideways and tried to use my microscope to see them. <laughs> No. And how like did that go, Brady? Well, they 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 died. 
He died. You weren't supposed to shake them either. I remember that. <laughs> but I was like the world's worst thought, pet owner. Thought, they thought they were shaking bake or something. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought if you shake them, it's like that. Just gently it's like shake that meme, open. like. <laughs> it's like that meme with like the one guy poking the other guy with a stick saying do something, you know? <laughs> That's what it was like. Come on. <laughs> pet owner. Like I, I had a chameleon oh, and it would get out and I was afraid of it. So it would change color and hide in my bedroom and I'd be terrified to go in there. We would have to get like oh, the wow. neighborhood kid to like come in and pick up the chameleon and put it back in the cage because I was afraid of it. Or like yeah, the same thing with the bird. You know, when the bird got out, Stro, I used to have to throw a blanket over it to, to force it to fall to the ground so I could pick it up and put it back in the cage. Oh, wow. <laughs> horrible. It's horrible. But I was afraid because that thing bit me. All my animals get angry, Ray. I, I don't know why. I, my animals love me. Like... Kelly's animal just bit me in the face. Like, they hate well, me. Mm. I, it must be me. Maybe word, maybe word of your, maybe word about the bird blanket got around. <laughs> it could be. You know, you know they talk. <laughs> like the bird flying around the room, and I throw a blanket, and it falls to the ground, and then I pick up the blanket and I put it back in the cage. <laughs> when we were little, my brother and I each had a parakeet, and sometimes yeah, they would like yeah. get away. Sometimes they would get away from us, and then they would start flying through the house, and the dog would yeah. see the parakeet, and this turned into <laughs> quite the show. Because like, oh man, that bird would be flying, and right behind it, there's the dog like leaping over couches and stuff, trying to get this bird. <laughs> it's like a movie. Mm. It was. It's like Homeward Bound, except <laughs> they're already in the house. <laughs> Inward bound. <laughs> yeah, I like Chance and Sassy. I gotta watch that now. <sighs> I like um, Shadow because he's just a crabby old man. <laughs> yeah, he was the one that everyone thought was dead, and then they all cried when he came over the hill. After all, that's true. Came limping, <laughs> limping behind him. Sorry, I just gave everybody the spoiler. Uh, God, you can't believe you ruined Homeward Bound. Are you? Don't ruin Milo <laughs> and Otis next. <laughs> uh, so anything? I obviously we spent a lot of time talking about Jordan tonight. Uh, anything wrestling related wise that we should really kind of mention? Um, the only thing that I kind of thought was worth mentioning is that like Triple H and Randy Orton have been friends basically for the last. 15 years and now we're all of a sudden expected to believe that they hate each other again randomly just because that's what they needed for this show. Yes. Okay. Is that about it? Brady, there is Brady. There is no such thing as history anymore. We live in a state of the constant present where the only thing that is true is what is convenient for creative at the time. I know. I know. It really is crazy. You really? That, who, you who would have, it up perfectly. Who would have thought Goldberg exactly and McIntyre for Royal Rumble, man? Oh my, I'd still scratch my head about that. 
And, and, and uh, yeah, no me one, too. And now no one's is McIntyre even going to be available for it? Because today's 12th and he's quarantined. That's hysterical. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just wondering what they're going to do. Well, <laughs> what they could do, and now hear me out on this. They could just have the show anyway, because, like, screw Goldberg. Um, we, we just just have him wrestle anyway. Who, McIntyre? Yeah. I guess. It could be like a don't cough on me match. I guess it's no different than when guys used to wrestle with the hat, right? I feel like it's better because, like, you have a significantly better chance of dying from hepatitis than you do yeah. of the than you yeah. do of the non-existent COVID. I mean, I'm looking <laughs> for the Kool Aid Man to make a comeback. Yeah. At this point, good lord, <laughs> the Shockmaster. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I um. By the way, yeah. we didn't mention it at all tonight, uh, but quite quite possibly my favorite development uh. from this week. Uh, how about how about good old Scrap Iron getting the uh, the, the the push? Adam Pierce coming out of retirement for WWE. I never would have thought I'd see that. Well, we're all real happy for him. I mean, I think it, it, it's a shame it didn't happen five years ago, but I think it's going to be great, and I think he's going to surprise a lot of people and probably get more matches. I, don't, I wonder if Vince even knew he was a wrestler. No. <laughs> you really Vince don't think he did? Vince 100% <laughs> thought, and this is nothing against Adam Pierce, who, who had a very, very good career. But Vince, he did. Vince is so senile <laughs> that, like, there is a very good chance Vince thought that Adam Pierce was some kind of, like, traveling catering guy. They just sort of went with them from show to show. He's like, he has a good personality. Let's put him on the TV. I know he's on a morning cookie monster. Put him on the TV. Put him on the TV. That sounded like my thumb. Brady should do the voice of the uh, the Vince McMahon puppet on the Firefly Funhouse. That'd be hysterical. Good spit. <laughs> I, uh... I um. <laughs> you think he knows who Steve Carino was a wrestler? No. <laughs> no. This would be no. a fun segment. People that work for him that he didn't. Do you think he knew that Arn Anderson was a wrestler? Yes. Okay. Well. Oh yeah, because Arn wrestled. Right? He's like, don't I know you? <laughs> <laughs> I have seen you somewhere before. Uh... Like, oh he definitely God. calls, like, all these guys that he didn't know were wrestlers, like, he definitely calls them, like, champ and sport and bud. Hell, hell, that's his, that's his favorite. Well, hey, damn, pal. Pal. <laughs> Honey, I tell you what. I kind of want to do this segment now. Like, this, this is kind of a fun way to end the show. Well, hold on, let me see if I can get up. The uh, WWE personnel. We'll just see some of the names that work backstage for WWE. And, yeah, we can probably. Uh, I'm looking at rosters. I need off-screen ambassadors, backstage personnel. 
Do you think he knows that, um, well, like, okay, he's got to know that Michael Hayes is a wrestler, right? I, I, I would, I would think he probably knows that one, yes. That one might be slipping, though. He might be getting, like, a sundowner thing where, like, he doesn't quite remember this one anymore. <laughs> How about Dewey Foley? Do you think he actually knows his first name, or is he just Mixed Kid? He doesn't, he doesn't even know that's Mixed Kid. He thinks the last name is just a coincidence. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ranjan Singh? He actually worked for him for a little bit. Yeah, I think he knows. <laughs> Road Dog, obviously, you know, Shawn Michaels. That's really. Oh, how about Dana Warrior? You think he knows who Dana Warrior is at this point? No. He probably thinks, like, who's that crazy lady that keeps coming around every so often? Why is she here? <laughs> what about Chris Parks? Uh, uh, Abyss? No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. Do uh, you think he knows Jamie Noble was a wrestler, aside from being a... No, he thinks Jamie aside Noble from... was a basketball. <laughs> and, 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 and Abyss, he's a better chance of knowing Jamie Noble was a wrestler. Because there, there's people who wrestled matches with Abyss that don't know Abyss was a wrestler. <laughs> that don't know Chris Parks. <laughs> What about, oh, man, Pat Buck? He's got to know no. who he is, right? No. No. I, now, I assume Gabe Sapolsky. I would assume that Triple H told him enough about Gabe Sapolsky that he knows about him. He doesn't know him by sight, though. Like, if Gabe had, oh, like, a yeah. name tag that had someone else on like. it, like... <laughs> like yeah, like he would have known. Like 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 he, Vince could be sitting next to Gabe at like like a Sabaro, and like they wouldn't even know that he wouldn't even know he was next to him. Do you think he knows who Jeremy Borash is? No, he thinks he thinks it's that guy. He thinks it's the Sasha Baron Cohen friend that they brought around. <laughs> what? <laughs> he thinks it's the Sasha Baron Cohen character. Uh, okay, on to NXT. This is fun. How about Norman Smiley? No. I think he's got to know who Norman Smiley is. I think I, I Vince. I think Vince thinks that Norman Smiley is actually the Sesame Street character guy Smiley. Like I think, I think he thinks that they're, I think he thinks they're one and the same. How about Sarah Del Rey, Sarah Amato? Um, it's amazing to me how many employees they have. Wasn't there, wasn't there kind of like almost a nasty divorce there for a little bit? She was with um. Chris Hero, right? No, she was with. Yeah, Chris no, no, Hero. No, no, no. I mean, didn't, I... didn't they almost? Didn't they almost get rid of her? Oh, I don't know. And, and I, I guess it wasn't Chris Hero. Say... I guess she was with Cesaro. I think. I'm gonna say he. I'm gonna say he knows Sarah Delray. 
Okay. Robbie Brookside? Maybe no. just by watching his own NXT documentary, maybe? No. No, there's no, a chance he didn't I watch it. There's a chance I wouldn't recognize Robbie Brookside. How about Sanjay Dutt? That's a good one. I think Vince knows he's a wrestler, but I don't think Vince knows his name. He just thinks he's an independent flippy guy. I think, yeah, I think, I think Vince, Vince thinks that he's like an independent guy that was like really good at setting up the ring, and so they just sort of brought him along. <laughs> okay. Well, that that was fun. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, oh, here's another whole set. <laughs> see. <laughs> See, they have all these different crazy positions. Yeah, but these are all people that work directly with him. He would know all them. I didn't know Superstar Billy Graham was involved. Oh, he's an ambassador. That's different. Okay. Who would? Geez, Stro. Who would have ever thought that Superstar Billy Graham would be an ambassador for WWE? <laughs> Pretty wild. Um, <laughs> well, I think I think Superstar Billy Graham still has like two turns left. Like I think I think he's gonna like I think he's gonna get really angry at Vince again. And then like the right at the end he's gonna be like, Oh, I love Vince. Well, you know what? I mean, I'm I'm sure that they're helping him with his medical stuff as well. So that that's gotta go a long way, I would think. Yeah. I might be wrong about that, but I'm guessing that they are. I would say that is probably the primary uh motivator. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, cool. Well, that was fun. I think uh, I think we're good. Uh, Ray, did you have anything else you wanted to uh, to add for this week? We no, I don't. Let's let let's let Stro do his plug and get the hell out of Dodge. Rest in peace, yeah. to Jordan Garber, and we will go back to a normal show next week. And then by normal, I mean. Well, you know, normal for us. Pretty much like whatever the hell we just did for the next, for the last 15 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> All right, Stro, what do you got going on, man? Well, this uh, Thursday, WCW Retro, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, discussing wrestling's funniest moments. And then uh, Friday night at midnight, Eastern Standard Time, on my uh, horror sci-fi show, The Stro Zone, uh, Midnight Eastern Standard Time uh, for Facebook, facebook.com slash Stro the Maestro. The feature will be, I married a monster from out of space. So please join <laughs> us. <laughs> Sounds like what almost happened to me in college. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to uh, In the Room this week. Uh, uh, thank you for helping us pay tribute to Jordan Garber. We are going to miss him tremendously. Uh, from all of us, here at VOC Nation and in the room to uh, all of those who are deeply, deeply affected, all of Jordan's colleagues, his friends, and most importantly, his family. Uh, We will be praying for you guys, and and I really hope that you find some sort of peace and resolution in all of this uh, because it's a horrible, horrible loss at 25 years old. So uh, thoughts and prayers go out to the entire uh, Jordan Garber community. Thank you for everybody for uh, tuning in tonight and helping us pay tribute. Uh, thank you to the best cast and crew that I could ever ask for. Stro, Kathy, Derek, Matt, Ray, uh, the entire, uh, all you guys. It's just absolutely amazing 
the kind of stuff that we're able to put together on a weekly basis, and I couldn't do it without each and every one of you guys. Uh, thank you to all the callers as well. Uh, as Ray said, we'll be back next week with a, a quote-unquote normal episode of In the Room. So be sure to stay tuned there. Don't forget to check out all the other great programs here on VOCNation.com. Don't forget to check out the VOC Nation YouTube as well, kind of recently reactivated. And uh, if you go to VOCNation.com and click on the video section, you'll see tab for Bill After Stuff and a tab for VOC Nation, the channel as well. So be sure to check out everything on there. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in this week. I mean it from the bottom of my heart when I say please be safe, be good to one another, uh, and remember to uh, take care of one another. I love you all very much, and we'll talk to you next week. Take care.